last today I say goodbye to my last friend I'm not petty I've been driving for two hours through my ends Top it off, I'm really fucked up Hope tonight I got my luck up In the club going crazy Hey, thank you for coming on Welcome to the social club Glad we were able to correlate and get you on here, man Yep, thanks a lot for having me, guys Pleasure I kind of just want to get right into it, man. How have, how'd you go from the transition from Evan Curtin, you know, hooping at Xavier, all that kind of stuff to now you're Vander Blue. Like talk about that whole transition and how you got into music in the first place. Yeah. And I think that's a good question. Like, you know, a lot of people definitely probably wonder, you know, kind of what happened in terms of, uh, you know, my bad career and whatnot, because, um, you know, I was a bit of a standout player at Xavier. Um, ended up going to Western Connecticut State, um, playing there for two years. Um, you know, had a good time there and whatnot. That's when I really got into music, though, is when I got to Western. And um, I guess in terms of recording my own music and everything, that's that's what, you know, made me want to kind of go in that direction over, over basketball. Like I kind of fell in love with the whole process. Um, to me, it's hard. It's fun, you know, and I feel like that's what it's supposed to be about for, you know, most artists, they, they have to enjoy it. And I ended up kind of enjoying it more than I did, uh, you know, playing basketball and especially at that level, you know, it's a grind. Like it's an absolute grind. Like I can't even begin to explain. And, um, I kind of like translated that work ethic to music, you know what I mean? Right. So how does that work exactly? Like, I know you said a little bit earlier, it's been like a two year process. Congratulations on the album, by the way. Uh, Thank you so much. So how does it work? Is it like an everyday kind of grind with creating the music or do you take some days off to kind of let your creative juices flow and recalibrate, come back better the next day? Or like, just curious how you go about making an album. So I'm, I mean, like, I feel like for the last two years, there's a lot of music that I, I did make that did make the album. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's just a part of the process as well. You know, over that kind of time span is, you know, constant experimentation, you know, finding different sounds, experimenting with different sounds. And from like 2018 until now, like you could definitely tell that my sound alone has evolved. And that's because I've evolved a lot as a producer. Um, like when it comes to like a day-to-day -day thing, like I, it's not every day that I, you know, lock in and work on music. I feel like there's sometimes like a week goes by, you know, because of life and like, I don't work on any music at all, but I still in some regard, like listen to my music or help myself as an artist in some way, or I try to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. And your next album, you were talking about your sound. Like, how would you describe the sound coming out in your next album that you got drop in this Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday. Well, I said tomorrow at midnight, you know. So, we wanted to stay up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, I would describe it as, like, kind of, uh, it's very pop-oriented. Um, there's a lot of, like, alternative sounds as well, um, you know. I've I pretty much use um, hip hop drums on most of the tracks, and I blend them with like live drums that I record in the studio as well. So, like I said, that's where the experimentation aspect comes in. And like I've always wanted to be an artist, you know, especially 
from from out here that is doing something different and you know trying different things so um yeah kind of got like a double-edged question right you know yeah. i was curious about who inspired your sound was there any specific artist and when you make music are you catering towards your audience or are you just doing what feels right like what expresses you the most um yeah like it's hard for me to kind of say if anybody inspired my sound directly like i would say like in terms of like early 2000s production like mid-2000s production from Kanye and like early Travis Scott stuff and like um you know even like Juice World as recent as Juice World and like artists like that who have kind of pushed the the barrier in terms of like what's acceptable in hip-hop what's not hip-hop what's pop you know they kind of just like been artists were are kind of just on that like you know screw it wave and they're doing their own thing. And that's kind of the artist that I am as well. So I would say in terms of inspirations, like those are some good artists, but um, I'm sorry, what was the other uh, part of that? Uh, the other part was, um, so when you're making music, are you catering more towards your audience with some tracks or is every single song that you create kind of expressing yourself when you're putting it out there? Are you just trying to express your sound, your creation, or are there some tracks where you want the people to enjoy it. You know what the people are going to want to hear. Yeah, no, I, I think I start with, like, I, I know, like, I can make a really good song if, like, I can make a really good, relatable hook. You know what I mean? And, like, mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's where I start with a lot of my, like, writing is, like, with a really good, relatable hook. Like, I'll even, like, spill a little bit um, from my upcoming album. Like, I, think, I have this song called Doom, um, and the hook is literally, like, I can't feel my face when I'm off the shrooms. It feels like I'm an elephant inside a room. And that's literally it. And like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. You know that's a I mean? true story? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> that's a true is. story. But like, I've definitely been in a lot of situations like that. You know, I've experimented with a lot of different things in terms of just drugs alone. <laughs> I mean, last two years for me have, have been like very like ragey is the best way to put it. Like I've kind of, there's been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and that's definitely translated to the music, I guess, in like a good way, you know? But, right, yeah, that was the next question I was gonna ask you, you were talking about taking shrooms and that kind of stuff. I was gonna say yeah. like, did that really, did that affect the sound of your music, the flow you go? Because I was listening to your music be like when I heard you were getting on the pod and I'm not even sure what genre we can call your music, to be honest. Like, I don't mean that in an offensive way, but, like, what no, genre yeah. would you think that fits? No, yeah. And, like, just based off my current discography that I have out right now, like, a lot of it, like, that's the thing. Like, it's been, you know, two, almost two and a half, actually, years since I've put out a, like, actual, like, project. And it's, honestly, it's exciting, but at the same time, it's scary because, like, I... It's a, it's a whole new sound. It's a whole new vibe. It's a whole, it's something that I found. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it was a little off topic, but how often do you get asked to freestyle for people? Um, Honestly, I people don't really ask me to freestyle that much. Really? Not that I can't. Like, honestly, a lot of my sessions sometimes start out with me just freestyling over some, like, just over my beats. Trying to Last find the sounds, right? Hooks, you know? Um, I feel like my freestyling is more of just like short term. Like I'll I'll freestyle for like twenty seconds or thirty seconds really well, and then I'll kind of just like 
I just won't continue for some reason. We can get you to freestyle right now. You want to give me the freestyle right now? Acapella, no beat, just off the dome. Off the dome, bro? 20, 20 seconds. Can it be whatever I want? Like, whatever you want, 20 seconds. All right, you going to time it, 20 seconds? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, got Timer's right going. Oh, yeah, I can see it. All right, you want, what time do you want to start it at? Uh, 9.22. All right, walking down the street, scratching my feet, feeling the beat on Sesame Street. I went to McDonald's. I brought a Big Mac. I took a big bite. I brought it right back. Girl came up to me, said, what's the deal? Then she slapped me in the face with a happy meal. It's so real. Uh, no, I can't chill. Coming off the top. Yeah, feel like I popped a pill. Head rock. Bitch, can't stand still. Yeah, money can't get real. Feel me. <laughs> oh, I appreciate shit. that. That was, I put you on the spot. We'd even tell you. Yeah, no, nah, freestyle. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I mean, that that was kind of some goofy shit, but fuck it. <laughs> nah, I, I appreciate that. You're doing that. Yo, so, so what do you what do you usually listen to, like, on a regular basis? It can't just be rap. It can't just be pop. Like, um, what's your selection of music usually? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, like, I literally listen to everything. Like, I, I don't even know where to begin in terms of just, like, I so I have, like, tapes, right? I have every Jimi Hendrix tape like on like cassette ever just like and that's the only way i listen to it too is through cassette because i don't know it's just like it hits different mm -hmm. and like there's a lot of different and like the way i view Jimi hendrix is honestly kind of in a godlike form like i wish i had like an ounce of that kind of talent in terms of playing the guitar but like um like i look back to a lot of artists like him or like bands that you know really made an impact and i listen to them and and I, uh, you know, I take little bits and pieces from that, you know, for sure. Is there any like people you specifically want to collaborate with on a project, a single, whatever it may be? Um, yeah, for sure. Like there's just I feel like there's some really just dope. There's some dope artists, but there's also artists that are I feel like are really dope people to just be around unless like actually get a session in with like Post Malone would probably be up there. Um <clears throat> like R.I.P. Juice, that would have been an insane collab. That would have been fun. I can see that. I fitting. was just gonna, I, I was gonna say that. that. Yeah. It's actually funny. Can I tell you guys a story real quick? Yeah, For sure. Go ahead. I was um, God, it was actually two years ago. Um, I was working with a collective, and we had made this song at the time. Um, God, you know what's crazy? I can't even remember the name of it anymore. <laughs> I don't know, bro. But either way, um, it was a sample that we actually had gotten from a producer called uh, named Nick Mira. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's he's a producer for um, for Internet Money. No, I'm not, but I'll definitely tap in. Well, he, yeah, no, he's just he definitely has a lot of uh, credits. He's worked with a lot of big time artists, but he worked closely with Juice and um, produced a lot of records off his album. I think it was like Death Race for Love or whatever. And there was like this thing where I don't know what happened, but like two months after I snippeted my song, um, I, 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 I had messaged it to Nick Mirror. Like I had emailed it to Nick Mirror or messaged it to him. Like, and then two months later, I hear the same exact, we, we, we literally heard the same uh, exact beat. 
come out, but with Juice World's vocals over it. And we were like, yo, what the fuck? So I kept it up. And then eventually I got copyrighted for it like four months later. Wow. That's, that should be happening. I see me. Yeah. I heard Migos do the same shit on SoundCloud. They just. But, yeah. No, nah, but like it made me realize though, like I feel like, I don't know, if he would have got, if I would have got on that beat and he would have got on that beat, we probably could have got on some shit, <laughs> you know? How would that make you feel though? Like that's got to be a, a good sign at least, right? Yeah, no, so- for sure. Like it's definitely like, I kind of used it more as um like motivation and something to get mad at. Oh yeah, the name of the Juice Roll song was Flaws and Sins, by the way. That's the Oh okay. Oh I know I know exactly what song you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember now. It's called it was called um Party's Over. Yeah, the Party's Over. That was the Damn. name of it. That that would have been wild for you know you you and Juice Roll that got that. That's crazy though. It just shows like bro, you got fucking talent if they used your whatever stole your beat whatever you said happened but that's yeah. crazy man but you know what kind of what's your best piece of advice you'd give to other artists out there you know coming up and you know being considered like i hate to say and people say both that local rapper like what advice yeah. do you have to overcome that and be that dude like you know what i'm saying yeah no i would say like to a lot of the like especially younger like pe- people than me that are interested in music and like want to maybe pursue that or like you know express themselves through it like I would say that don't kind of like try and model yourself after anybody kind of just do what comes naturally to you and don't let that label of like SoundCloud rapper or local rapper or whatever kind of limit you from uh, being who you think you are you know what I mean Right. Like I kind of wake up every day and I try to like remind myself like, yo, you're, you are a Vander Blue, like in a non-egotistical way at all either. You know what I mean? Like I have to kind of remind myself cause I get caught up in just life shit, like right. work. And like, it's just like, yo, you, you are a Vander Blue. You are this person. You are, are supposed to become something, you know what I mean? And it's like, I want every kid to kind of think that way or anybody that wants to do music to kind of think that way. Like sometimes you, you got to remind yourself who the yeah, fuck you are. You have to remind yourself for sure. Yeah. So kind of relating to that then I had a question for you. I was going to ask, what is the hardest part about trying to create a bigger name for yourself in Connecticut specifically? I mean, all of us right now know how it is in like yeah. the Middlesex area. Like support wise, like what's the, is the support there for you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, um, a good amount of support I get. It's like very that's the thing. Like we don't really have a very tight knit community in terms of music and hip hop out here. Like it's, it's kind of very sporadic and um there's kind of like a few artists just scattered o- across the state that that really know what they're doing and are marketing themselves the right way and are really trying to make a push with it. And I would say for a while, I actually struggled with that aspect of it was like trying to manage like marketing myself as an artist, like as if a label would want me or some shit like that. So what are are some kind of ways you maneuver around that now? What was that? What are are some kind of ways you maneuver around that now? Um, I kind of just got back to the like just having fun aspect of it, you know, like like not make like not letting myself get too 
caught up in all the extra shit and just like having fun with the person I want people to see, you know, being that person. Gotcha. I know you've performed live, haven't you, right? Yeah. So how do you deal with performance anxiety? Because I know that's a real thing. A lot of artists even yeah. any, any genre talk about that. Like, how is that experience? Yeah, like, I don't want to be, like, a bad influence and say, like, all the uh, pre-show rituals that I do. But <laughs> I, I literally, no, it's not that. It's not that crazy. But I literally, uh, I haven't really struggled with anxiety, like, performance anxiety. And I feel like it's because I performed a lot when I was younger. Um, just uh, around, just, like, even just, like, from smallest things as talent shows to, like, just, like, local stuff. I feel like sports had to help too. Yeah, and in sports, I'm I guess would that mentally, you know, that has an impact. Um, but like, yeah, like I definitely, I definitely had it when I was younger. But then I feel like at some point it was almost like a switch went off, and I was kind of just like I enjoyed it too much that it kind of overpowered it, you know. That's awesome. That's got to be such a dope feeling, dude. For real, it's like a, almost like dopamine rush. I feel like when you really break past that barrier of like the anxiety, you know? So, it's, so it's the day of a show. Like, what do you do? What are you doing leading up to that show? Do you know, to get mentally ready to go out there, you know, and put on a fucking show for people who are out there to see you. Yeah, man. I definitely like treat it as if like, it's almost like a game, you know, you're going back to like the sports analogy, like, or the metaphor. I'm sorry. Like, I, I think, I, you know, I drink a lot of water. I make sure I like, I eat good. I'm not getting too like, too fucked up. <laughs> you know, like I just, I, I, I have to like take care of myself and just be mentally ready to, um, you know, put on a show. I mean, I've seen many instances where like, you know, artists have been too, either too like lit to to perform or just like they haven't put on a good show because like. They're not focusing on the music aspect of their show enough, you know? Do you so, have anything uh, – sorry. No, go ahead. Do you, do you have anything in planned or in mind for this new album coming up with future shows, venues, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, so um, obviously we got the, uh, the listening party tomorrow that we're doing. We have a couple opening acts for that. Um, you know, we're expecting a pretty good turnout. So that's going to be fun to kind of kick it off with this album. And then I think next we're, you know, I've been talking with some other um, artists that uh, are making really good music right now. And, um, you know, we're potentially looking at getting a bigger venue to put on like more of a bigger show for the state. You know what I mean? I guess gotcha. per se. Um, maybe like the Webster would be cool or just like a really like cool, um, you know, older arena that we could we could put on a, a bigger show at who's some of the, like the ct artists that you're fucking with you might be recording with or just you know sending music back and forth with you know yeah no for sure um i could definitely name a couple like i got um there's this artist from colchester actually he goes by i hate sunday he's really dope um he he's really like different with his like flows and um, he's actually, I should have listed him actually with some of the artists that inspire me because there's definitely a lot of his, uh, like sounds that he come comes up with that inspire 
inspire me for sure. Um, so if you don't know about him, you should definitely check him out. Um, there's another artist, uh, Nick Rose, that I've I've been pretty tight with for a while. He's super talented. Like honestly, like he could go in any direction he wants with pop or hip hop. He's that talented, you know. Um, like there's there's like other artists that like I've I've talked to and associated with, and uh, you know I've had connections with in the past, and like you know I have I have all love honestly at the end of the day for all CT artists. Like I want to see as many people you know win you know because if somebody i know makes it like you know it's a better chance for me at the end of the day so that's what's up it is a win-win it's contagious yeah that's the big thing dudes don't get like especially in the music game obviously i'm not in it but dudes are always competing against each other like if think about the ct artists all started working together bro like they could you guys could seriously create something out here but i just know the nature the egos it's like some people are like nah fuck these dudes i'm on my own you know what i'm saying different instead of working together we're kind of competing yeah and i i wish it wasn't that way honestly like but like i also feel like it's that it kind of is that way in any state you go to like there's always like that state has this like certain kind of sound and like there's like always that envy and like jealousy that some other artists might have because of something that's doing or getting credit for you know so it's like you got to kind of take certain things with a grain of salt like anytime something that comes out like a oh uh you know list of ct artists or like if i'm not on it i don't even blink a bat an eye you know what i mean right. <laughs> like i kind of i kind of know I make the music like again in a non-egotistical way. Like I would have probably stopped a while ago, you know, if I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't fun and I didn't make the music. But yeah, a little bit ago you mentioned like new sounds. I was wondering if you ever entertained the idea of like a rock song because I listened to a couple like some MGK shit. Yeah, like some MGK, like what he's been putting out lately, and I know it's like hits a whole new demographic. Um, yeah, bro. Honestly, listen to the album. That's all I'm gonna say in terms of that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, hey, we've been we've been hitting and hitting at the album, bro. I just want you to get into it, man. Tell us the process it took, how long it took to make the album, everything that went into it, man. Because you said it's dropping tomorrow at midnight. Just you know, get into it. Tell us everything we need to know. Yeah, dude. Like it's it's literally like I said before. Like it's in a way, it's kind of bittersweet to put out because there's been times over the last two years where I've, you know, contemplated even finishing it um, because of how, you know, hard it was to finish some of the songs. Like, I I struggled with cer- at certain times, but I also feel like that's what made the album so good because it made me go do other shit and experience other shit. And that's what I was like the highs and the lows aspect like they're like and and you know the experimentation with drugs and you know just like the overall rager lifestyle kind of that i've been caught up in over the last two years is literally just like expressed through this album you know um you hinted at the um trying different sounds and stuff like that's literally what this album is and that's what the whole process was over the last two years was like 
experimenting with with different styles and like knowing that I could play drums and like knowing I could play certain instruments and actually incorporating them into my production for the first time was such a difference maker like um it really it really helped me go crazy with like this album and and, and finding it like it, it it if we're being honest the album consists of rap hip hop alternative punk sounds pop sounds there's crazy synths in it and that's like going back to the highs and lows like you hear it in the album you know like another question we have bro because when we're listening to your music and stuff we're like another thing we notice we're like yo these beats are hard as fuck like who does your beats you do them yourself or you got you know someone who does them you're producing right yeah yeah so i i usually i mean for for the most part i've been producing most of my joints that i've come out with um there's been there's a couple uh songs on the album where i have collabed but i have had my hands on the master and you know overall final product of every single song on the album um so it is like it is all technically i guess all me in a certain way you know that's dope that's dope bro so are you you want to get into some of these um listener questions before every episode you know we have some of our guests write in you know anonymous questions for you know the guests we have on so you willing to get into some of those yeah, for sure. Yeah, so the Give first question we got here, it says, describe your favorite and least favorite part about being a musician. Okay. Uh, favorite part? Favorite part is definitely, like, the feeling you get from, like, a finished product. That's my favorite part. Least favorite part? Trying to get people to listen to that product. <laughs> yeah how, how much do you stress about that um is that something to be getting yourself caught up in or you just want to let people eventually like, come I, I do stress about it but at the same time like i know that like i can't let it get to me like mark the marketing side can be tough like at the end of the day like i love doing this too much i love being a bander too much to you know, kind of just stop or like let it get get the best of me. I got you. Yeah. And not to steer too far off topic though, but like, what was like the reaction of like you know your friends, family members, whatever when you came out and was just like, hey, like I'm a, I'm gonna get in the mute, like I'm getting in the music, I'm gonna start recording. Like, what was their initial reaction to that? Yeah, like it wasn't. I it wasn't probably positive at first like it wasn't like everybody was like oh that's super it'd be different if i went to my whole family was like yo um i'm being signed to atlantic records you know what i mean yeah but it's kind of more of just like yo i'm I'm just i'm gonna do this to try and maybe hope for that to happen one day you know so it's kind of a little bit harder to accept but i feel like with the way i went about it and this is this could be some advice for maybe anybody else who is who could be dealing with the same situation when it comes to maybe family or getting people to understand why you do what you do it artist. Um I kind of uh I try I made sure that I could music could make me uh, a form of income. And I, I, I proved that to my family that just through production work you know, mixing, scoring work, even when it comes to film that I got into a little bit like that, those 
things alone I could make money off of and um, survive off of. So, you know, that alone says something to anyone who's thinking, you know, what is he doing? What are, what are they doing? You know what I mean? I think it's more of uh, like an action speak louder than words type of thing. Like, don't don't let that get to you. Just go do it, you know, and and, and figure it out. And um, I feel like that's what I've been doing. It's kind of just figuring it out you know, making it work. So kind of relaying back to a little bit ago to what you said, would you be open to signing to a record label down the road or do you want to stay independent for as long as you can or forever? Yeah. Like, have, you, have you thought about that at all? Yeah. Um, I've thought about that. You know, I've had um, management opportunities come toward me that I've kind of dismissed because in a way that wouldn't, it really wouldn't have allowed me to stay fully independent. Um, and it really wouldn't have benefited me in the long run. Um, but I do like the idea of staying independent. I like the idea of control of my product and, you know, what I can do with it. And, you know, I feel like what I really would like, distribution type of deal with a label um where they could like help me with uh the marketing side of things as an artist and you know less uh, control over the music and how you're yeah just like the not necessarily ownership of my masters but just control of the distribution of the music and kind of making sure that you know obviously they have tools and resources that i don't have as an independent artist to kind of get that yeah before we get into the you know the interesting wild questions we had from some of our listeners i'm gonna ask you just a normal (laughs) one before we get into those so next question we have is uh what goals do you want to achieve in the next five to ten years like which which game plan you have i'd like to uh, i'd like to release at least three more you know full studio albums um I'd like to have ownership of a production company um, in term, in all aspects of, you know, film, music, television, all that stuff. Okay, so it's not just music-centric. I, I feel like that would be a kind of like side hustle sort of thing. I feel like that's something that I would like to find talent for and give people opportunities for as well. So like that could be like, but that's also something I could see myself owning or running or operating, um, you know, five, 10 years from now on top of, you know, being a successful artist, making a name for myself in the industry. Like I want to, I mean, if I can, I want to be a household name. Like I want to take it as far as I possibly fucking can. Like, I mean, in terms of what I've been through with this journey and my passion for this, like I, personally feel like it's it's as strong as anybody else's you know so so why not me you know just kind of kind of gotta just speak it and and believe it into existence just make it happen um and that's kind of what we've buckled down on and tried to do for the last six months you know rolling out this album and you know planning even into next year I do have one question before the going back to the anonymous questions. What do you think of when you listen to your old music? Do you critique it or do you just enjoy it? 
embrace oh, it for what it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like there's some songs that I'm like, damn, what was I really doing with that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also a lot that I could take from listening to my old music because it motivates me even more because I'm like, damn dude, like that's how I sounded three years ago. I could even go back and find music from like five, six years ago where I was just messing around on GarageBand in my bedroom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we can get real crazy when it comes to that. Like, but I, um, I think that like it, it, it does help me because I, I listen to it and I listen to my new stuff and I'm just like, damn dude, like this is really, this is it. Like this is really what it kind of built up to, you know? And um, <clears throat> it's exciting. Yeah, a little off track. It's back to the anonymous questions. I, I've just—it's been sitting in my face this whole time. I need to ask it. All right. What is you? What is a Vander Blues type when it comes to woman? What is my type? Whew. If you have one, I understand if not. But I don't uh, discriminate. Uh, but what's your type? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Like that's. I don't, I've always been one to say that I don't really have a type, but then again, if you look at my track record, that certainly is not the case. So, um, <laughs> I, um, I would say that I've always been anything that is a, has a little spice to it. Okay. Kind of <laughs> you noted. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, you know, that's, that's a good time for me. <laughs> that is that is a good time for me and that is probably you know i like darker hair too for any of the ladies listening that's hey, probably a preference of mine as well it. all the ladies listening tap in he wants some spice with like you know bio. dark with some dark hair well yeah no, don't, <laughs> don't tap in no. <laughs> <laughs> he said don't tap in <laughs> no hey. no it's, yeah you know we'll see hey so this next anonymous question we got in you know obviously this is gonna be a question you're probably you know you're gonna have to answer similar questions like this coming up people are gonna want to know but here the next anonymous submission says in your song white toes you said i'm with that gang shit even though i don't portray it are you actually in the streets or what are you (laughs) referring to when you mean gang um yeah like i kind of well i don't want to get into like details i guess I mean, there is a there is a history with certain aspects um, of my life, you know, especially my uh, freshman year of college, but um, and like the you know the summer leading up to my freshman year of college, and there's you know it's just there's some sh- stuff that I won't talk about with you know certain altercations. Yeah, we get it. Even, yeah, yeah, you don't gotta yeah. get in the details. I don't, yeah, even anything. I mean, dude, just even a... with even with fucking just like random people in my town, it's just there's wild shit. I don't. Either way, um, you know, I would say that maybe to a extent, I'm probably I'm not throwing up out here throwing up signs and shit. You know, I'm, it's nothing like that. <laughs> but so, but um, I definitely don't portray it. So I, I would say that line is more so of kind of like a, you know, uh, be careful because I might I might uh sneak up on you or like sneak you because you know I I don't look like I'm hard, but you know. I could definitely get scrappy if I have to. <laughs> I, f- hey, I fuck with that. I fuck with it. Yo, the next yeah. question is, it's pretty uh short. It just says, describe your worst performance. 
Oh my God, that's not hard at all. <laughs> that's Let's not hear. hard at all. I can think of the exact performance. I was in like fucking, I was in like downtown New Britain at like this pop-up show. And like, I think somebody like slipped something in my drink. I don't exactly remember what happened. That sounds about New Britain. Yeah. Or like somebody spiked something like, yo, I just remember I went up, it was time for my set. And like, I was, I just like, I couldn't see straight. Like, that's what I was saying before about like, yo, what's important to like, you know, prepare for like a set, a show. Like I kind of just like relaxed and started drinking a little bit before the, before my set. And, you know, one thing led to another. I smoked a little bit, you know. I couldn't see straight on the stage. <laughs> so Do you remember uh, performing? Yeah. So I, I mean I, I ended up performing through it, yeah. You know, and did as best as I could, but I I, I don't think it was about my best show. <laughs> like I, it just wasn't good. <laughs> you know, in correlation with that, what's your favorite performance so far? Yeah, my favorite was probably um, probably at probably the State House in New Haven. Okay, um, that was a fun show. Uh, it was a good roster of artists for the night. Like it was a really good turnout. Um, actually, my my dad and my uncle came too, and he like yo, it was crazy. He my uncle legit barged through the crowd with a fucking drink from the bar. And like handed it to me mid performance. <laughs> and that's dope. Holy that's fuck. dope. I you like the energy's there. Would you stage dive? Stage dive? Oh yeah, I stage dive. <laughs> Word. I, I I'm with that shit. Yo, like there's definitely some like really ragey songs on this album. And like I 100 percent if I have enough people to catch me, I will jump. I don't care where it's from. <laughs> shit, I, noted. I, I'll, <laughs> noted. We'll be right up there front for seat. the fucking like experience the clout the rush the adrenaline you know what i mean have you opened up for like any big names yet or i got these shows you're uh, talking about performing at no you know not really like um a lot of these like a lot of these opening slots are kind of hard to land in terms of like if any relatively known artist comes to our state you know right um, but i feel like that would definitely be something that i could look forward to you know end of the year into next year you know trying trying to maybe do um that would be fun have you ever entertained the idea of or if you if you don't already having an agent because i know a dude would probably sit in near you right now jay bongo who is a worthy man of my being guy, my guy <laughs> tap in get him on real quick my yeah, guy yeah, come over here <laughs> what's good what's Yo, good what's up bro yeah how's it been since the beginning of this journey with him and oh, supporting dude. him, the whole process. Dude, like, it's been what's a, it like witnessing it? It's been just like an absolute journey. It, it's really just been like, you know, like he said, highs and lows, like just an absolute journey that like it's just been like, it's been crazy to watch just like his evolution, like not just as an artist, but as a dude. You know what I mean? I got you. Like, hey, what, what? For a while, and it's just interesting to see like the phase of his life really like become something and it's it's really cool to watch i understand like as a friend trying to support your boys coming up and all that like what, what would you say the biggest thing for you is supporting what he's trying to do like just being there all the time always being positive keeping yeah i mean like up. always trying to think of ideas 
and like just always trying to like just think outside the box and like be innovative creative like always looking for opportunities like networking just like trying to do everything we can because like it's tough man like connecticut you know connecticut is what it is it's just it's it's a weird place that is i mean we'd be talking about that all the time man all the time dude it's it's absurd like it's just like there's there's all this jealousy envy like nobody really like links up everybody just kind of watches and like judges and it's just weird weird yeah it's kind of tough especially in a position trying to break the mold because i know we've discussed this before connecticut's really clicky oh yeah it's it's definitely unique and a unique process for him along yeah. with him supporting him to kind of like maneuver through that and kind of break the mold to be I, able to I, get I in with like it though you know yeah. i kind of feel like a lone ranger out here like i kind of it's kind of like exciting you know especially when i if, if, like, some little shit happens where, like, I feel like I was excluded from maybe an event or whatever, like, obviously I don't let that shit get to me, but, like, it also kind of makes me feel good about myself in a way. Like, like you're just doing your own thing in your own lane. Yeah, like, it almost makes me feel like, you know, like, I'm kind of, you know, I'm over here, they're over there. It, you know, it is what it is. You know, you, hey, just enjoy the process, guys, you know, because, hey, it takes one song and it takes one person to hear you, you know, just... Enjoy the fuck out of the process and Absolutely. have a good time with it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, so right now, out of curiosity, because my playlist is beginning really monotonous on Spotify, yeah. who is your top five artists out right now, your personal favorites? Ooh, my personal favorites right now. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Uzi. I'm going to go with... Uh, we said right now, so I want to say Ken Carson, underground artist. That's like, valid. He just dropped some shit, and I'm really fucking with it. There's definitely some similar sounds there in terms of the production. Um, um, what's his name? Um, oh, my God. I can't even remember his name right now. Oh, well, I don't, I don't remember that guy's <laughs> name. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I've also been I've also been like fucking with Bad Bunny heavily. My my um my girl is um Puerto Rican. Oh, he has a girl. That's why he said don't tap in. <laughs> we didn't do our research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that. We're 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 at a deep enough part in the podcast, so I don't think she'll hear that. <laughs> that <last bit. laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. Knowing her, she's gonna fucking listen to the whole thing. You know what I mean? But like, yo. Like, I still feel like um, Bad Bunny is, like, a really... Even though, like, I don't probably understand everything, I, he's a really polarizing artist. Like, he's a really good artist. Um, I, I also have been listening to A Tribe Called West. I've been getting into them a little bit. I've never really messed with them, but I have a co-worker who's, like, older than me, and he, he's been putting me on to, like, a lot of early 90s, like, late 80s stuff. So you gotta check out Outcast. Yeah, Outcast. I've messed with a little bit. Yo, side note, I also uh, have been listening to MGMT a lot. I got a lot of. I've been getting a lot of inspiration from them. They do like psychedelic pop. Yep, they've been making music for a long time too. Yeah, and they're from Wesleyan. They're from out here. Really? Yeah, they um, they started making music in their dorm room at Wesleyan in Raider Middletown. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, MGMT. Yeah, dude. 
Crazy, and that's right? that, that's a collab you gotta tap in with too, right there. No, for real. That's that the connection. So that's like a dream. Honestly, no, that is like a dream collab. That'd be so dope. Because I know those guys are so like simplistic about making music. You know, I love just messing with a synth anyway. Not even recording anything, just messing around with a synth. And I know that's how those guys just made. They got high made all their music. So, like, yo, yeah, that would be really. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I noticed you mentioned like Bad Bunny and all that, and I know a lot of people will hate on Drake, Future, you know, yeah. all the big name artists. But I feel like yourself as an artist, you still have to listen because they're doing something right, obviously. Yeah, yeah, no, like that's the thing. I won't say I didn't list them probably with like my personal favorites to what I've been listening to late, like as of right now. But there's, I still do listen to them. There's still songs by them that I still are still in rotation and stuff. It might not be recent, but. Regardless, I they're, they're still some of my favorite artists at the end of the day and, you know, have had an impact on me. And, you know, we're, we're going to close up with this one last question we got for you. You know, as an artist, sure. do you have any weak uh, weaknesses that you're actively working on to improve or anything? Like any parts of your game you're trying to improve on? Yeah. Um, I think with the music, I'm I'm just like really really comfortable, but I want to be more consistent in terms of being a Vander Blue and being out, just being out, you know, letting people see me, see what I am, see what I can do. Um, you know, it's a constant. Music is kind of like a constant evolution, so I'm just excited to see what you know, is next, what comes next. That's the cool thing about it is you're always going to have something to add, subtract, improve on. Right, exactly. Music's always developing. Yeah, and that's why I love it, you know. It's, it's always, there's always something to look forward to. Like, yo, I can, I can make something better than that, you know, or I want to try to make something better than that. And, and the thing is, bro, Evander Blue, this is the character you created, right? So right. it's going to go as far as you want to take it. And right. it's all about, you know, how much work you're going to put in. And, I mean, as of right now, bro, I see the work you're putting in. And, you know, sky's the limit for you. Just stick with it. Stick with the grind and shit like that. Yo, for real, man. That's what it's all about. Like, consistency. That's that's what I'm really trying to work on. So, yeah. And I really appreciate you guys having me on and taking the time to, you know, kind of get to know me a little bit. And, um, you know, yeah, it was definitely a pleasure. No, hey man, thank you for coming on. You know, we once we get you on the show, bro, it's like we're all we're all for Evander Blue now, bro. Any shit you need promoted, everything, hey, we'll repost, reshare anything you need from us. You know, we got you on our end. Yeah, appreciate that for real, guys, and and vice versa. You know what I mean? I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. You guys are some definitely some some entertaining dudes, and um, you got a really great uh podcast going right now, and I. You know, wish you guys nothing but the best. We appreciate that. Yo, real quick. So tomorrow night, midnight, album drops. Where is the listening party exactly in case anybody wants to tap in with that? So the listening party is in Shelton, Connecticut. Um, it's kind of like a private location. So <clears throat> um, if you wanted to come to the listening party tomorrow night, DM me on Instagram. I'll, I'll send you the address. Um, we just don't want it getting sent around like that you know what i mean mm -hmm. but yeah it's gonna be a good time there's gonna be uh some some merch there we're gonna have a uh, bar inside um good vibes uh i hope 
I hope you guys can pull up. Hell yeah, bro. So for everyone out there listening, man, you just want to drop your uh, at name on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you're at. Just drop it for the listeners out there. Absolutely. Um, Instagram at Evander Blue, E-V-A-N-D-E-R-B-L-U-E. And actually, that is on Twitter, Facebook, everything as well. So everything at Evander Blue. All right, perfect. Hey, man, thanks again for coming on. Oh, guys, thanks. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks for having me again. All right. Peace. Peace.